So what I was going to say, this is our second time trying to record here. Uh, we're going to just call this episode Rebel Heart. Did you get a chance to finish watching War Games? I know you had to break I, it up. I didn't. Um, I, I ran into some traffic coming home from the hospital. So that's the 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 men's match is the only thing I haven't seen. Um, um, OK, well, there's there'll be a little bit of spoilers here, but, you know, we got we got Johnny Gargano uh, kind of finished with the way uh, which, you know, tonight or it might be a swan song. This this uh, war games never been in a war games. Uh, they they did Champa and Gargano did the glorious bomb on social media one more time, uh, not with rude, but, you know, uh, with other people in the background. And uh, we got Rebel Heart as an entrance music kind of one last time. And, and like uh, his gear was an homage to like all his takeover gear, over gears from over the years. So I, I think it's, um, I don't know, they're really leaning into it and they went with a, like it almost would be a huge swerve if, if, you know, he did resign and, you know, he's going to promise to, to, tell you everything on Tuesday. So who knows, who knows what that's, that's going to be about, but it's, uh, it was a good match. It was a great match. Uh, we had some, some nice DIY moments and, uh, I'm excited for you to get a chance to watch it. I mean, to, to me, NXT, and I'm, I will, I'll stop dominating this conversation here, but it, for me, it's always been in, uh, Gargano and Ciampa. That's what drew me in. That's what kept me going. Um, and keep me coming back for it. Yeah, I the uh, the only reason I'm not um, I'm not convinced he's leaving is the, you know, I'll see you on Tuesday to tell you everything. Yeah, thing, because um, it's it would be a little weird for them to devote, um, you know, post war games to devote more TV time to him if he was leaving anyway. Um, yeah, so that, that was a little weird um, at that. That's the only reason I, I'm not just immediately like, oh, yeah, he's on his way out the damn door. Um, everybody kind of saying bye to him on social media sort of mm. hints that his decision was made, but, um, I think it might be a work. I think he's staying the, the argument for the fact that it's not a work is like the kind of the Moxley, uh, you know, the Dean Ambrose, like, you know, shield special they did, you that's, know, on his true, way out the yeah. door. Like that's, that's the one thing. And if, if anything that shows maybe like Cole, he doing an exceptional job about not burning bridges uh, and leaving. Um, and, and I think I guess one of the rumors I saw that like the WWE people are happy with the fact that he's gotten other talent over, like as well as he has over his time in NXT. And if, if nothing else, like his time in NXT has been a success for the company uh, and then they're grateful for it. So, yeah. um, you know, the work he's done with theory and, and, uh, Dexter Loomis and, uh, and all those other, other talents kind of over the years, it's been, been, a, been quite a big success. I think that, that's so. true. I guess giving him a swan song after he, um, took, took Austin theory under his wing when he had yeah. to come back to NXT and got him to where he is. Cause I, I mean, Vince definitely sees Austin theory as a, uh, a big time thing. Um, yeah. so it's, it, yeah, maybe he gets, you know, 10 minutes of TV time to thank everybody um, yeah. as a kind of a thank you for for getting Vince's next big thing over. Mm. But, and I almost could think even if he even if he signs or not, I almost could kind of think like he might just take some time off, like yeah. with, with Candace being pregnant and stuff like that. And like, you know, he might take time off. He might 
you know, Candace has to go back to WWE at some point when she's done with her maternity leave. So maybe he's, you know, stay at home dad for a little bit and stuff. And, you know, maybe we don't see him until like the beginning of 2023. Maybe he does take like a good solid year off. Yeah. So, um, what, what did you, uh, did you glean from the, the Kyle O'Reilly ending? Cause I kind of got the impression that he's on his way out the door too. Yeah, I feel like I was going into war games. I was let, let's just talk about this match first. This like you, the war games matches are always great. They're always fantastic. I haven't watched a bad one. Blood and Guts was also good, which is the same type of match. I thought that men's tag match against Imperium was the match of the night. Uh, even with the the good like you know tugging on the heartstrings moments they had in the in the men's war games match with with Jardy Gano specifically, um, I forget the big dude that Kyle's partners with, what his name I, is. Just the 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 living caveman. I yeah. I couldn't tell you what his name is, but reject from a Geico commercial. Yeah, yeah. Um, I you know, and it doesn't matter because it's it's Fabian. It's Fabian like stole the whole damn night. Yeah. Like last night. Yeah. He, he is, he is just, there's, there's no other way to put it. He is superhuman. Um, yeah. A, a guy that's built like him should not be able to do half the <laughs> shit he pulled off in that match. When he sprang off the, the two ropes to hit that moonsault. Like I lost, I, I was sitting in the waiting room at the hospital and I, I like, I popped in the chair that I was sitting in. Um, like he he's he's superhuman. It's it's absolutely nuts. That match was incredible. Um, honestly, when I and I, I told you over text when I finished that women's match because they absolutely beat the hell out of each other and it was amazing. We'll give it a, a couple of minutes here in a second. I didn't I didn't know. I thought this tag match had been stuck in like a really bad spot and like nothing was gonna. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought everything was doomed. Like following that lead in. Um, and they, they tore it down. I mean, that I haven't watched the men's match yet, but like that, that tag match was something, something truly special. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say the war games is my, is the men's war games match is my favorite war games match. Uh, but it's, it was up there. Um, but yeah, again, tag match steals a show. Like yeah. some of those, some of those aerial moves he was doing and just, just the sheer power of the dude, like, I don't know. He just, he kills it. And, and, you know, Kyle and the big caveman dude, they do, you know, it's a, it's a great match. It's a good match. Um, uh, they are unsuccessful and caveman turns on Kyle O'Reilly, which Kyle O'Reilly quickly puts, puts to rest. Like he doesn't like, no, nah, this is not what it, what's going to happen, but we're going to get a match on Tuesday in the cage. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus big caveman dude. Oh, See, I thought I thought Kyle O'Reilly got his got his I'm out of here moment when he leaned down and hit him with the hit him yeah. with the undisputed era. I thought, oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Here it comes. I hope the Bucks are ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> no. So so but I think what it, I still believe he's on his way out. I think he's doing the classic going out on his back, you know, putting over a new talent um, yeah. in this cage match, which I think is, again, a good use, uh, good use of him. Uh, it would be a s surprise. I, you know, I was kind of going into this, not knowing kind of where he's going, but uh, I do don't think there's a, a future for Kyle on the main roster. So, no. and I don't think, you know, 
there's certain people that just need to be they need to be on larger stages and and AEW will provide that. Um, yeah. it's going to feel weird if Kyle and Gargano do end up going to AEW cuz it's just going to at some point it just feels feeling like it's old black and gold at the same at some point. Yeah, it's so. with with the exception of Champa, it it is going to be everybody that well, I guess Gable um, yeah. is probably the only exception. And he's he's doing pretty well on the main roster. I mean, not like winning championships or anything, but he gets TV time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And I, uh, you know, I, I, I listened to, to a bunch of the podcasts that Adam Cole did. And the crazy thing is that when Adam Cole turned up at uh, All Out, he said that was the first time in his career that he worked somewhere that Kyle O'Reilly didn't work. Yeah. Um, that I mean, their first match, the first match he ever put on in front of a crowd was against Kyle O'Reilly. Like these, their careers have basically run side by side since he started. Um, so yeah, it, it it would be a little weird for him not to not to jump ship, especially. I mean, his longtime tag partner is is already doing well over there. Um, so we can get Red Dragon back. Um, I'm I, I'm excited to see what they do with him because he's I mean he's he's a star. Uh, it, it's easy to get overshadowed when you're in a you're in a faction and you're standing next to Adam Cole. Um, but he I mean, he's a star. His promo work is great. Um, him him turning the, the belt into a guitar on his way to the ring is <laughs> awesome. Uh, so we need to get a belt on him. Um, but when, yeah, I, so Brian Danielson recently had an interview saying that one of his goals in AEW is he wants to he wants to have a faction and wants to start a faction, have one. Now we kind of think Adam Cole, like what if there is a war Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly are not on the same side and uh, we have American red dragon. Uh, I'm, I'm down for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like American red dragon against super click. Just take, yeah. take my money and tell me where I've got to fly to. Um, <laughs> that's, that's too much awesomeness in one ring. Yeah. I didn't come at this. Someone on Reddit suggested that and it was like, that would be amazing. And I would be all for that. Uh, and that's what I would like to see. Like you can do an Adam Cole, like red dragon reunion, you know, undisputed reunion at some point later down the line. But no, that's, it's fine. <laughs> like, that's, that's that, what needs to happen. I think that would be the match that I would finally go to New York for a show for. <laughs> uh, Cause up until now it's, it's, it's cost prohibitive to go to anything in New York city. Right. Um, I think I would find a way to make that, even if it was just, I fly into JFK train to the arena and then I fly the hell home <laughs> as soon as the show ends, uh, and don't see any of New York other than the inside of a train. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh man. So, uh, we got, we got that going on. Let's talk about the other matches before we get to the, the women's war games match. Um, we had, uh, let's talk the one without a championship. We had uh, Duke Hudson versus Cameron Grimes hair versus hair match. Uh, one thing I did like about this match, I like the fact that they use that second ring to just go ahead and have a barber chair uh, just set up there. Like I thought that was pretty cool. Instead of having them to bring in in something, it's just like it's already it's already another ring right here. Let's do it. Yeah, um, that that and the the way the war games cages were staged, like they they did a very good job of maximizing the space that they have in that tiny building. Right. Um. You know, I I, I felt like this match could have just been a a a Wednesday. Uh, sorry, a Tuesday night match. Uh, I didn't think it needed to be on this card at all. Like you could have cut this match. 
I, I, you know, I love Cameron Grimes, love everything about him, but uh, it didn't need to be there. Like, I feel like it wasn't, but I feel like the the next match could have been a cool, could have been considered the cool down match that you needed before that that men's uh, war games match. Um, I. I think the only reason this ended up on the war game show instead of a Wednesday night is because Duke Hudson was kind of the odd man out of their 2.0 gang. Uh-huh. Um, so they had to find a way to get him on this show. Cause if this, if this literally was like, say goodbye to the black and gold guys, this is our new crop. Um, they had, they had to do something. Uh, yeah. I thought it. I thought it was a little weird. They didn't find anywhere on this this card for, um, like, I mean, aside from a backstage promo, any of the Legato del Fantasma guys. Um, yeah, because they're they're great, and I I would have thought there was a place for them somewhere here. Um, then again, I I don't know. I think that I, I'm still sour on the whole idea that Joe Gacy had a fucking cruiserweight title match. Um. (laughs) (laughs) well so let's get to that so so cram and grimes kept his hair all's right in the world Uh, i don't like this poker player gimmick i think it's like half-baked so let's let's move on uh to another gimmick that's they've at least spent more time on it but i hate it uh joe gacy uh, versus cruiserweight champion uh roderick strong where if joe gacy wins the championship uh he will turn it into the all-inclusive championship which probably meant you know, just the two or five championships. It's gonna the cruiserweight championships. This is gonna go away like real fast. Uh, completely disappear. Um, you know, for as much as we we both kind of talked about how we dislike this gimmick, um, and I think I was reading Cage Side thing the other day too. It was talking about how you know it's it's like poking fun at the left or whatever, but there, there's no kind of like anything on the other side either. Like that, that yeah. really WWE's ever done. So that, that's maybe that's why it feels like distasteful. Um, and knowing kind of the McMahon poli- uh, politics and all that, but uh, we're in, we're not a political show here. But moving on from that, it's just kind of I don't know, kind of lame. And and I think Beth Beth Phoenix pointed out he just uses buzzwords, uh, but he doesn't like I don't know believe in anything he says. Um, the the strangest thing about the entire gimmick to me is unless he's just not developing real well. Uh, Parker, who has been hailed by guys even as high up as Paul Heyman as the next Brock Lesnar, just stands around behind this guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the most perplexing thing. Like, if you've got Paul Heyman saying that this dude is, he's Brock Lesnar 2.0, like, which fits entirely into the narrative of NXT 2.0, why aren't we showcasing this guy? Um, I I I feel like I've I've talked till I'm blue in the face about the the Joe Gacy gimmick, yeah. Um, and if if he had taken this belt and you know it became like a, a casted by the wayside thing, or if they just did away with the cruiserweight belt in general, it really would be such a damn disservice to all of these guys that are so good. Yeah, um, I really I would love to see them actually pay a little more attention to this belt. Like Roderick strong should appear on a SmackDown and Chad Gable have a match with Chad Gable for this thing. Or cause there, there are still so many of these like incredible talents that are the smaller guys 
they're they're not going to get a, a Kofi level push at any point in in Vince's new scheme for what what the the company is. But there's so many things you can still do with this belt, like it. And it, I don't know. I I'm still yeah. pissed that they they took a steamer on 205 Live. Like I, the the day that Odyssey Jones had a match on 205 Live, I thought, well, the this one's done. Well, speaking of steamers, did you happen to see that weird ass commercial that they ran in the middle of it with the fancy jacket dude? He I, ate a bunch of food and he he t- took a dump like that it showed him in the in the bathroom. Like, I don't know. And then he took like a selfie recorded video like of himself on the toilet like afterwards. It was so I, strange. I, I on takeovers. I like to watch him the next day because I like to, to skip all the wasted time. Yeah. Um, so that that must have gotten missed. I did think it was weird now that they have paired him with, um, Oh, the, the Marty McFly guy. Um, yeah. Um, what the hell is his name? Oh man. Now I can't remember. Now Kushida. He, he said that. Kushida. Yeah. Um, like, where was he in those promos? <laughs> Thankfully not like, in it. Cause I wouldn't want to like, be. In it. Is, is Kushida on the chopping block already? Um, yeah. but like, I thought that was a little weird. Um, they keep doing these videos for those, those two like redneck bar fight guys, but they're never actually on TV, which is a little strange, yeah. but I, I must've missed, um, Jiro taking a, taking a shit on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really miss it. Uh, I missed it actually. And then some, someone posted it online and was like, Oh, this is what I missed. Like, I, I think I must've got up to, to like, I don't know do anything else like yeah. during the because yeah. it was just in the 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 jump of all those commercials that they're yeah. running between every match now um so like what do we have next we had the women's war games match which started off the show which i'm thankful for because i i was coming from dune that just ended at five o'clock so <laughs> all the entrances filled the i like i got there when the bell rang so it still still worked out um i liked the fact that they had the cages um, kind of above and you could see them kind of in when they had that wide camera, you could see them uh, in the back, uh, which I thought was cool. Like, cause we were worried that maybe because they'd run out of space that they would have to put them backstage. So it wouldn't, wouldn't be as, uh, as interesting, but I, I thought that was a good, good, cool placement. They had to kind of run down through the crowd to get into the match. So. Yeah. Th- this match was nuts. I, yeah. I loved every minute of this damn thing. Um, and and hats off to to both Kaylee Ray and Dakota Kai because they took some bumps in this thing that like I, I mean they were they I I cringed a couple of times they were on like Nick Gage level um, I mean Dakota Kai in the in the trash can getting thrown around like Darby in a body bag that that was nuts um, and then Io Shirai kicking the the medical trainers away from the the cage oh, yeah. shutting the door and then popping Cora Jade's arm back into place so she <laughs> could finish the match <laughs> uh, whoever but unless she's actually hurt and like EO oh, was like EO so. was like I can fix this thing um which I didn't think so either but whoever booked this match like they they deserve a damn emmy like that was every every ounce of this match was brilliant and i i, I love the only thing that i can say was was detrimental was at the end when everybody got knocked down 
it took her so damn long to decide to go for that pin. There's no way anybody didn't kick out of that. Yeah. Uh, I could only suspend disbelief for so long. <laughs> um, but, but other I, than I, that, this match was nuts and I absolutely loved it. I think, you know, what Cora Jade's only like 20. I think, yeah. you know, she hasn't been training that long. So I think the way they, they went with that injury angle with the shoulder and all that, it was like an excellent way of, of protecting her in this match. Cause this is a, this is a big deal match like to be in. And it's a real tough match to be in for no matter if you've been doing this for 20 years. So the fact that, you know, they did a believable angle to like protect her uh, in that cage, um, I thought was a fantastic move. So whoever produced these match, this match, I don't know. You're, you're right. Just throw all the awards at them. Yeah, some it, slammies. It was, uh, yeah. it was amazing. Like, yeah. And they must think extremely highly of her to have put her in here and put her in a spot where they could protect her like that. Cause yeah. I mean, you've got, you've got ex Ninja warrior winner Catanzaro just not on TV. Um, who, who probably could have done some really killer spots, but they wanted to make sure she was the one that was in this match. So I'd, I'd keep an eye on her cause they, they think very, very highly of her. Um, yeah, but yeah, if she had tried to take, as as you know, green as I'm assuming she is at 20. If she tried to take some of those Kaylee Ray bumps, she probably dies during this match. Yeah. Um, before we jump on to uh, dynamite, whatever, we're going to take a quick pause here, and we'll be right back. All right. So dynamite. I hope you enjoyed that commercial break for whatever I decided to put in there. <laughs> Uh, so you were there. You were there at Dynamite. I was. I, I was. I was in Duluth, lovely Duluth, Georgia. Um, they kept calling the and and Dasha even in the ring said for for TV purposes we're we're going to refer to everything as Atlanta. <laughs> and the crowd went nuts. Like she probably got the a bigger boo than Cody did at any point. Um, wow. When she said that, and like I texted you. Like you can, there's so many things that you could have called that Atlanta street fight, like based on Duluth or we're only a couple of minutes from Suwanee. You could have called it the Suwanee street fight. Like there was a bunch to it, but yeah, I mean the, the show was great. Um, I don't watch dark or elevation, mm -hmm. um, but I was amazed to see like, all the talents that do wrestle on those shows. I mean, I, I, I notice on the ticker sometimes, um, but rather than, than have a match in, you know, essentially like his, his hometown, uh, Dustin was on elevation, uh, in a six, mm. six man tag. I believe that one was, he got to look really good in front of the, the home crowd. Um, I'm pretty sure Lee Johnson's from Atlanta too. So that may have, yeah. that may have been just kind of a way to, to make sure they both got a, got a match on that card somewhere. Um, uh, the, the, uh, Hollywood hunk. And I think they're called the pretty picture now. Um, mm. I'm not, cause they were, they were, uh, waxed and vaxxed for a while. Um, <laughs> and then they were, they were hot boy summer. And yeah. I, I think they're called the pretty picture now, but um, those guys are great. Cesar Bonani. I'm, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't, you know, moved further up cards 
Um, cause he's, I mean, he's huge. Um, but yeah, outside of dark and elevation, um, you know, just a great show, um, from them, uh, throughout the duration of, of Wednesday, we'll refer to it as Friday when we get to rampage and I get to, I get to geek out about my, uh, what, what was my match of the week until this morning. Uh, <laughs> uh, but- I, I can't believe we got a flaming table. Like what, what is, what is Cody going to do the next time he comes to Atlanta? That's I, the, pro- that's the problem. Yeah. I didn't know if he was going to be able to, to top some of the, the crazy stuff he did in that, um, that cage match when they were at state farm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, going for the pinfall while still on fire. Uh, it, I, I've got to admit it, it definitely was a step, <laughs> a step further. Uh, that match was great. Um, I know cause I went back and watched pieces of it on, on TNT and it sounded like he was getting booed a hell of a lot harder than he actually was in that building. Mm-hmm. Um, he got quite the pop inside the building. I don't, I don't know if maybe it was after the show went off the air. Um, cause I, I couldn't really tell where we were timeline wise. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he got quite an ovation, um, from that crowd. Um, that, that match was nuts. Um, thought it was a, oh no, that may have been, that was dynamite. The, the Jade or rampage, the Jade Cargill squash match. Um, the most surprising thing I think was the pop that Wardlow got, um, those people oh, went, yeah. nuts. went absolutely nuts for Wardlow. Um, <laughs> and uh, Wardlow from ju- there. Yeah, no. And he just like ate it up, man. I'm pretty sure they gave him like a 45 second spot there. And the crowd mm. went so nuts that he just kept slamming that guy. <laughs> 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 Every time they won more time, he was like, all right, let's do it. Because uh, at one point, even Sean Spears was like, come on, we got to get we got to get the hell out of here. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what that guy did to deserve any of that, but, uh, Wardlow got a hell of a pop, which I liked cause I, you know, I would like to see him get a bit of a singles push, you know, soon. Um, I mean, maybe there was a good chunk, chunk of people that were at that state farm show, like last time yeah. that we were there in Atlanta and, and he was, I remember him because up until that point, he really didn't have any match. Yeah. He might have had some matches on Dark or something, but he didn't really have much at all. And and to be in that big match with Cody and, you know, yeah, both of them out. delivered. Yeah. Yeah. So um, maybe just people remembering that, like from, and they were there at State Farm. It's a possibly. possibility. It, it, yeah. it further, um, it just, it just makes it worse knowing that at some point soon I'm going to have to watch Punk go over him. Um, but, <laughs> I'll find a new way to shit on punk every week. Oh, <laughs> tip for dynamite goers, dynamite slash rampage, whichever show you're at. If you want to go to concessions and not have to stand in line at all, wait until that first note of cult of personality hits. You can just walk right up and get whatever the <laughs> hell you want. I was the only person in the concourse area that wasn't an employee of the arena. Uh, it was absolutely nuts. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I'm at on this punk thing. Um, that I went and got a hot dog. 
I thought I thought like in during WrestleMania, like when we went in New Orleans, I forget which number that is now, uh, but 34. But I either way, so, yeah. um, my whole plan was like, OK, when we hear the Undertaker gong, I'm going to go concessions, go to the restroom and stuff for this like long ass WrestleMania because that Superdome is a nightmare. Um, and I was right. There was like no one there, like no lines. But then that match with John Cena, like. I was only gone for four minutes and it was everything was done because it was a squash. Uh, so w- random note here. There was a there's a Kevin Hart like it's sponsored by like Old Spice or something. But like where they sit in like uh, uh, like tubs full of ice and they talk about things. The woman with Undertaker is charming and he doesn't isn't wearing some kind of political t-shirt that like makes me angry uh and it's just nice and like he talks about how his like daughter like loves john cena and it was like really she was really mad at him for like for like beating him um and uh it was i don't know really fun i i actually do recommend that so i'll i'll have to find that because i haven't seen it um but Mm. speaking of the undertaker that actually is a, a wonderful segue um, because I got to see Billy Gunn wrestle Sting. It ended up being oh, yes. a tag match. Did you know that Billy Gunn is two years older than The Undertaker? <laughs> uh, I did not know, but he looks amazing. Billy Gunn and Sting both broke into pro wrestling in 1985. So like their careers have run, you know, side by side. Um, they are both older than The Undertaker. And Billy Gunn still looks like that and puts on a show um, like he you would you'd never know it. Hell, I, yeah. I some, when he was like in charge of the match and like on top, I, I was in the attitude era again, man. He hit that yeah. crotch chop and I like I, I teleported back to DX days. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't believe it. Uh, when I you sent me that Reddit thing this morning about interesting, interesting tidbits about wrestlers. And it was like Billy Gunn is older than The Undertaker. And I thought, holy shit. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other kind of highlights from the from the show? There was so much that happened. I I. It got a little late and I powered through for Rampage and I'm glad I did. Um, so I. I Aside from Cody setting on fire, which sort of like the the whole rest of the show became a bit of a blur um, at mm. that point. Um, I mean, it was a good show. I had a I had a good time. Um, I I enjoyed being there early to see some of the dark matches. Um, it was a little strange, but I guess when they're they're trying to do this much content, um, dark matches are only like two and a half three minutes long. Um, yeah, some of them, including entrances, that six man tag match, it took them longer to get to the ring than the match lasted, uh, yeah. but, which was a little weird. But you do get to see you get to see a lot more of the talent when you're like, I guess if you watch dark, you see it. But if you if you do go to the shows, go a little early, catch some of it. I mean, I got to see Riho. Um, there was a strange match with um Abaddon and Bunny were on opposite tag teams and they were paired with two two Asian wrestlers who I was not at all familiar with. Um and the Abaddon pairing was was super strange. Hmm. <laughs> like even <laughs> I I know they're they're supposed to play up that she's creepy and like I told you um 
I forget that she exists and then I don't sleep well for a few days after I'm reminded. <laughs> um, but her partner even seemed legitimately scared to like tag in. So that, that was a, a weird match, but um, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think on the whole outside of uh, outside of Cody setting on fire and that, that street fight being pretty damn cool. Uh, yeah. Ram rampage was great. All right. Well then we had Tony Nice versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT championship, which was your, I guess your second favorite match of the week. Um, it was, it was was a pretty great match. Uh, it's, it's kind of sucks on one level that niece comes in. I I know he's had again, some dark matches, some dark elevation matches as a, as a tune up and, and he was undefeated going into the match. But, um, uh, you know, sucks that he, uh, he lost, but he lost in a, and I don't know, there's no fault to him. He definitely took Sammy to the limit there. Yeah. And they, Sammy took a beating in this one and Tony Nese put on an absolute clinic. I mean, he looked like a million bucks from the time the bell rang. Um, I mean, Sammy pulled off the win. I, was it a roll up? I'm pretty sure it was a roll up, but, um, um yeah, I think so. I was, I was um, kind of okay yeah. with it depending yeah. on, you know, cause if, if niece comes out on dynamite this week and is like, you know, you, you barely, and then we get another one. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm happy with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, that match was fantastic. Uh, niece is sort of like Eichner. Um, like, there's no, no reason why he's able to do half the crap that he does, but yeah, that match was great. Had, uh, had the Imperium tag match not existed, it would have been my match of the week still. Um, but it was awesome. Uh, like I said, I got a, we got a Jade Cargill squash match, which I still, I don't understand why these still happen. Um, you have established that she is, she is your, you know, your, she's your Nia Jax. We get it. Um, and then we got, we got the, the death triangle, uh, Sans Phoenix. So it was, uh, Penta and Pac against FTR. Um, FTR that are just completely milking the seventies porn thing. Um, but I guess in a wrestling world that doesn't have Joey Ryan anymore, that gimmick was just wide ass open. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad somebody's running with it. That might not get me too in the next week. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, and then, uh, Phoenix is not injured as much as commentary was trying to, to, to play up, but it, it worked in the story and uh, he just had travel issues and stuff and they, I, yeah. they had to be in Mexico on, on, uh, on Saturday. So I thought I caught that, that at some point they said that he was hurt, but during the backstage promo, they said he couldn't be there for travel issues. I was like, you got you, like <laughs> stay on script. <laughs> Remember what the deal was. But yeah. yeah. And then I saw that they, uh, FTR retained, um, which is crazy, which is not I, what I was expecting. I, I think it, it didn't fit their narrative as much with, with Omega just, you know, having to, to give yeah. the belt away. Um, so next time it'll probably be probably be uh, somebody's time to take those belts from our, our 70s porn stars here. But um, in the meantime, it just it just adds to their gimmick because they're, they're they're so badass. I love right. those guys. Well, we have uh, winter is coming, coming up in uh, a, a week, week and a half from now. Um, we build, continue to build that Danielson versus 
uh, versus the Dark Order, but ultimately leading to Hangman. But we got uh, Johnny Hungy versus Brian Danielson this week, which I hope is a pretty damn good match. I hope it lasts a little bit longer than some of these other ones have lasted. Um, but it's oh. it's I'm really excited about that. That was the match that I forgot. Um, Silver got to look fantastic oh, before right. he, yeah. before he got his head kicked in. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm or no Alan Angels, not Silver. Mm. Alan Angels. Um, I really like that guy. Uh, and talk about pops. Um, that that building went nuts for him. Um, yeah, in the building not, he graduated from high school in. Yeah, which was <laughs> was also a cool thing to learn. Um, but yeah, he got a lot of love from the home crowd. Um, and I, when they went to commercial afterwards and he was going up the ramp, they let him like bow and like mm. that, that place went nuts for him. So that was cool to see. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, so we got the winners coming, coming up. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens on NXT with, with both. I want to see, I want to hear what Gargano has to say. I'm, I might actually try to turn tune in live, which I normally never do. I normally just watch Hulu the next day. Um, but I I do kind of want to know what is what Gargano's next move is, or at least what he's telling in NXT. Obviously, if he's if he is gonna try to go to AEW, he's not gonna be like, catch me on Wednesdays now. Um which would be amazing if somehow he did do. But uh yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to to Tuesday. I want to see what happens with Kyle O'Reilly. Um, and kind of see what just, you know, the, uh, the vibe going forward with, with NXT, uh, is going to be. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the last, the last thing I'll, I'll drop in here. Um, I am, I'm incredibly sad to see Beth Phoenix leave the NXT mm. commentary desk. Um, so that may also be a good reason to tune in on Tuesday. Um, just, I'm hoping that they can find somebody even remotely as good as her. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would absolutely love it if Samoa Joe was available. Right. Um, Cause I do miss him on commentary a lot, mm-hmm. um, but I, I really, I liked having that. I liked having Beth's voice. She was, she was playful and kept it light. She knew what the hell she was talking about. Um, so yeah, she will, she will definitely be, She'll be as missed on Tuesdays as Gargano and O'Reilly probably will be. Yeah. Well, could be the could be like Gargano's version of the salmon jacket. You know, it could be yeah. like I'm retiring, but not really. <laughs> like, and I'm actually staying in NXT. I signed a, a bajillion year contract. Yeah, never going away. Oh, I did. So. Um, I don't. I don't know if you because I know you don't watch them, but um, I don't, if you caught any of the the stuff from Raw. Uh, Maurice and Miz came back during an edge promo and interrupted him. Um, so there's a lot of speculation that she may be leaving NXT so that she can get herself ring ready again. Um, which would seem a little weird. Like she works one night a week, um, that she wouldn't be able to kind of, kind of do both. But I guess that would take away a lot of family time um, right. with her, her having to be gone from where they're not in Cameron, but it's somewhere in North Carolina. Yeah. Um, well, and then not to uh, for completely forget about Moose, but in that in the uh, fun facts thing that I sent you today and read it, uh, Moose has faced both Roman Reigns and Big E in football, like before they they got into wrestling. So I thought that was a, a pretty cool fact. Um, they met just not on the the wrestling ring, but and, and an even crazier thing, which apparently there's a talk as Jericho about it, 
but about Cody Rhodes and Xavier Woods uh, were on rival high school wrestling teams and face each other uh, several times uh, over the years. And also they had the same uh, love interest that they were after the same girl. So like that, that's also kind of a, a weird, crazy thing. And we'll have to find that, that talk is Jericho to hear uh, both sides of the, that story. Yeah. Um, I, I loved the, the extra comment that was like, if you listen to Woodside, he, he likes to remind people that uh, Cody Rhodes got a pop for an arm drag at a high school wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, ring the bell and you, you, you can finish it up here, Matt. Yeah, ring the bell, like, subscribe, share with everybody you know um, who like or don't like wrestling. Who knows? Maybe at some point I'll just we'll just randomly start talking about Taylor Swift. I don't know. It's it's likely was, to come. It's likely to come up between us. Uh, who, who, I'm actually who, there. You go, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, he she Taylor Swift was the babysitter for Jeff Jarrett's kids, which is so there absolutely you go. wrestling nuts. connection. Yeah. yeah. We'll we'll find a way to talk about some, some just truly <laughs> random stuff from time to time. But we have moved into December, which means it's time for me to give some stuff away. So like, subscribe, share. I'll keep an eye on who's doing it, and I might send you some stuff. Uh, like I said, I've got collectors. Um, I think it's, it's called Orange Crush Magazines. Mm. I have those, uh, both volumes that have been released. I have two of the only 500 lithographs of a Kenny Omega poster that have been put out. I should probably right. give one of those away because where <laughs> the hell am I going to put two of them? Um, and then as you can see, I got plenty of stuff on the shelf, so you never know what I'm going to give away. I think the only thing back here that is, uh, well, there's probably two things back here locked down, and that is Tommaso Ciampa, and then the pride and joy of my whole collection my Mr. Sacco nice. certificate of authenticity. <laughs> I think those are the only two things on this shelf. I won't just randomly give away. So yeah. like subscribe, share, ring the bell. Um, and I'll start giving away free stuff again. Nice. 